Our first guest is Gabriella. She's a mom of seven-year-old Nova who spent five weeks at the Stollery. Gabriella, good morning. Thanks so much for being on the show. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So, Gabriella, five weeks in the Stollery, and the I, I need you to help <laughs> kind of explain and pronounce what Nova was there for. But from what I understand about this, this is something that was quite painful. Take us back to why Nova ended up in the Stollery. Well, you know, it all started really quite, I want to call it routinely, because, you know, parents and kids, you have your you have your ups and downs. It was a simple a simple, uh, you know, she rolled off the couch for the first time. And as a mom uh, of little kids, you know, that's a scary thing. And took her to the hospital because she, you know, I didn't want to make, I wanted to make sure she had no head injury. And while there in the emergency room at the Stollery, we were there for about 48 hours. Um, they found out that she had an infection. They tried to treat it. Um, it was actually E. coli and simple, simple treatment. But unfortunately, she wasn't getting any better. So after a couple more days of testing and sitting in the emergency room there, they found out that she had an unknown blockage in her intestines. Um, they took her into have a CAT scan and from the uh, recovery room from there took her right to surgery. All I was told was, listen, there's a blockage. We don't know what it is. Uh, we're going to get her in there right now and we'll, we'll keep you posted. They came back out and told me it was something called an intussusception, which essentially is um, her colon was telescoping inside her bowel, um, uh, almost like uh, as if she was number twoing her insides out. And, um, you know, that's very scary. She was 13 weeks old. She was very little, and uh, it was totally random. She was so sick, they took her right into surgery and they did a manual reduction where they were able to, you know, untelescope it, pull it out from each other, and they closed her back up and put her in the intensive care. Um, but she wasn't getting any better. And two days later, they came and saw she had had some blood in her diaper and they took her back into surgery. And it turns out that anywhere that they had been touching and had been open was dying. So she had to have what's called a hemicolectomy and an ileostomy uh, procedure afterwards where they removed the equivalent of what would be 30% of her intestines. Um, as an adult, she's now, or she will now be missing that much. Oh and they closed her back up, you know, large scars all over her tummy. And they had to pull the intestines through the stomach. And she had, she had an ostomy bag for a few months. She was doing really well with that. A few months later, we were, by the grace of God, able to have her reconnected. And now she's seven, year old, seven years old, fun, loving, happy, go lucky, and relatively healthy. I mean, she has a, a few still lasting side effects. She has some some um, dietary restraints and, and occasional medical requirements. A lot of scar tissue is built up. She may have to have some more surgery going forward, but... We were there for, like you said, five weeks the first time. And then luckily, unfortunately, it was a blessing. We found out she had some other things while we were there. She has another situation called bilateral hydronephrosis where her kidneys don't clean her urine properly. So, you know, it was kind of a, a weird blessing in disguise to have something so terrible happen. But I we were very blessed. 
to find out everything that you need to find out and then and then get the fix on it and Gabriella I have we have a picture here of Nova that I'm looking yeah. at I mean, you can't tell everything from a picture but she looks she looks just you know like a, a regular happy-go-lucky seven-year-old you would never totally imagine normal. that all of this is something that she went through and everything everything you're describing you know the fall off the couch the pain she must have been feeling she's 13 weeks old I mean everything that you are describing right now is a parent's worst nightmare how so, how yeah, to watch your child you in pain have, you can't help them right right all you want to do is just to, is to immediately take that pain away and how That's grateful right. were you to have the stollery be that place where you go and you say look I'm in my most helpless moment as a parent here fix help well for me um, I mean that was my second child I do have an older an older child but luckily we didn't have to really use the stollery much with the older one at that time I, I'd had experiences with other friends who had used them but unfortunately or fortunately I guess at that time I hadn't right. but going there you know we refer to it as hotel stollery and I don't want anyone to take that the wrong way but it's the truth when you go there you're not a patient the child is not a patient it's family Mm -hmm. You know, I was in school at the time. I was um, trying to manage my family and to deal with, you know, a child who was very ill. And I was able to still be there as much as I could. They let me sleep right next to the crib for, you know, five weeks. And when I had to go to school, they would sit there with her. They would, they would be there. They would be my proxy. And, you know, when you come in in the morning or, or whenever, you know, they hug you. It's not very usual for a nurse to give you a hug, but up there on that floor... It's a very different feeling and, you know, dealing with other people's children as well. We got to know so many other kids, wonderful kids that without having known their stories, you would never know that there was anything wrong with them. And yet they're going through such terrible things. Those kids know no different. And we're so blessed. I've been in Edmonton 33 years and I wouldn't go anywhere else for any other for any any treatment whatsoever because that place has saved her life my life and two of my other kids have used it afterwards you know for smaller things and we just we're so grateful it's right here in our backyard and Gabrielle you you nailed it when you said you know at some point I think the parents really become the patients if you if you are a parent you can imagine going through the situation you just described with Nova even if you're not and you can put yourself in that in that kind of frame of mind of just that absolutely helpless feeling and to have that that warm embrace of an entire absolutely. hospital community just take you in as a family and you know as as a for your daughter as a patient it's just it's something that's so incredible we could keep talking to you as the morning goes on but unfortunately sure. Gabriella, we're out of time i want to no say problem. a big congratulations because i know that you're due with another baby in a couple months so any day now yeah go without saying that first <laughs> Best of one you. really quick thing if you don't mind mm -hmm. i just wanted to i just wanted to throw it out there you know even if you don't have kids and you're not using the stroller and you don't you might not there's other ways that people can get involved there's other things that we can do there's a teddy bear fun run usually happens in may as well as there's a call out right now if anybody crochets there is a need for blankets and hats going to NICU in all of Alberta. Um, so if you crochet, pick up your hooks and donate that way. If you can't donate $5, you know, something, anything, any little bit counts. And even those little tiny babies that have nothing, a blanket and a hat could make the world a difference. Do what you well, can. Skip your, well Starbu said, your Starbucks yeah. today and help us out. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And we really appreciate the time this morning. Thank you so much for having me anytime. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.